You're listening to ICGC Jesus Temple Audio Podcast. Get ready for transformation. And today I'm going to share a word which is so dear to my heart. I've preached it in many nations and in this church before long ago. And I trust that in this season, this one will reconnect us again to the purposes of God. Let's pray. Father, let the entrance of your word bring us light and life and illumination and inspiration. Speak to us in the best way you always do. Grant us wisdom and understanding as we go into your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm speaking on what I have titled, How to Connect to the Presence of God. How to connect to the power or the presence of God. Amen. Amen. It is important to get yourself fully connected to the power of God. Amen. Amen. Let me explain this with our normal routine physical experience we have in our house. How many of you have electricity in your home? Electrical power. I don't think anybody is here who don't have electricity in their home. I want to trust that you all have. We all know the benefits of the power of electricity. That's why we connect it to our house. Without it, there are so many things that cannot be done. Now, the serious thing about what I'm saying is, now, if I, you have the electric power in your house, now, and you don't know how to connect to it, though power will be in your house, but you cannot benefit from the power in your house. If you don't know how to plug all the amenities you have in your house to the source of power, there will be power in your house, yet you cannot benefit from the power. And so this message is so important Anytime I go home, my electric meter is right in front of my entrance, my main door. The first thing I do is to go and watch the meter and see whether I have enough power on it. So that whilst I'm sleeping, I will not have any light off. Sometimes I check and there is enough and anytime I go and it's low, 
Either I drive myself and go and buy. If my driver is around, she, he'll go and buy. Or I'll send one or two people to go and buy. There's been times that in the night, we just see 10 o'clock. That I have just five minutes. We run. And reconnect. Because without power, my fridge will not work. And everything in it can get spoiled. I can't charge my phone. I can't iron. If I want to heat something in the microwave, it's all connected to the power. Think about the various things that electricity does for us. And so if you don't know how to connect to the power of God, you will lose so much. You will lose so much. And hear me. It's easy to pray and still not be connected to the source of the presence of God. It's easy to come to church and get seated on a comfortable seat and power is flowing here and not be connected to the power. There are people who come to church and they easily fast connect to power. And they receive healing, blessings, so many things. But there are a lot of people who come to church. They don't know how to connect. the service was powerful, they go just like that. Nothing happens to them. You don't have to come to church and go back empty. You no, it, it shouldn't be the case. We charge our spiritual phones and fridges and whatever when we come to church, when we come to the presence of God. Everything that is work, supposed to work for us spiritually, when we connect, they start working. You can easily hear from God because your power is charged. You can experience the heat of the Holy Ghost because you are connected. So please turn to somebody and say, you must know how to connect to the power of the Holy Spirit. This morning I asked the Omega generation to join us because I want them to hear this word. I mean, without electricity in the house, you can't even hit your foot. And you will not only be able to hit, but you will lose everything you have. Tell somebody you must know how to connect. First Samuel chapter 4. 
I'm supposed to read 1 to 10, but for the sake of time, I'll read just a little. And the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now Israel went out against the Philistines to battle and pitched beside Ebenezer. And the Philistines pitched in Ephek. And the Philistines put themselves in array against Israel. And when they joined battle, Israel was smitten before the Philistines. And they slew of the army of the, in the field about 4,000 people. And when the people were coming to the camp, the elders of Israel said, Wherefore has the Lord smitten us, smitten us today before the Philistines? Wrong, wrong, wrong thing. <laughs> you can easily diagnose wrongly. Let us fetch the ark of the covenant of the Lord. That is power out of Shiloh unto us that when it comes amongst us we may he may save us out of the hands of the Philistines or the enemies so the people sent to Shiloh that they might bring from thence the ark of the covenant of the Lord of hosts which dwelleth between the cherubims and the two sons of Eli, Hophini and Phinehas were there with the ark of the covenant and when the ark of the covenant of the Lord came into the camp, all Israel shouted with a great shout, so that the earth rang again. Amen. And when the Philistines heard the noise of the shout, they said, What meaneth this noise, this great noise in the camp of the Hebrews? And they understood that the ark or the power of the Lord was come into the camp. And the Philistines were afraid, for they said, God is come into the camp. And they said, Woe unto us, for there has not been such a thing heretofore or before. Woe unto us, who shall deliver us out of the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods that smote the Egyptians with all the plagues in the wilderness. Be strong. Quit you yourself like men, O ye Philistines, that you be not servants unto the Hebrews. Ah, they have been to you. Quit yourself like men and fight. And the Philistines fought, and Israel was smitten. And they fled every man into his tent. And there was a very great slaughter. For there fell of Israel 30,000 footmen. How do you explain this? They went to war. My Israel call without the presence of God, without the power of God, and they lost the battle. Four thousand men were killed. They came to their senses that we need the power of God in the midst of us. They brought the power. And they went to battle. Even their enemies were afraid. Yet they lost the battle. And this time, 30,000 more people were killed. Without the presence, they lost. When the presence came, they still lost heavily. That's why I'm standing here. We need an answer. The simple thing I'm going to say is that it's not enough to come to church and shout. Because they also shouted. 
But why didn't the power work for them? Connection. You can have power just by your bed. And yet, if you don't know how to connect, if you are not focused on the power, the power will not benefit you. Sometimes the world look at us and say, where is their God? It's connection. He's the same yesterday, yesterday today, and forevermore. Simple question. The ark that came, was there power in it? Yes. Because after their defeat, the Philistines took it and place it in the in front of their god and their god fell down and broke down into and until the ark was returned thousands of people died they had boils all over their bodies until they say Take your power away. And they receive an advice that you don't send this power away easily. You add trespass offering. trespass offering. You don't joke with the presence of God. But the people for whom the presence of God came could not connect. Hophini and Phinehas, we were those who were even taking care of the ark, were fooling with ushers in the place. Israel had a hardened heart. So they could not connect to the power they had. And this is an example unto us. We should learn a lesson from it. And today we must learn how to connect. Jesus Christ was in the marketplace. He was in the public. He was working. Many people were around him. But there's only one woman who was able to connect to the power. He said, if I can touch him, I will be well. She was not strong. But she fought and connected to the source. Twelve-year-old problem went away. And today, I need a woman like that in this place. A man like that in this place who said, today is today. I'm connecting to the power of God. Even the men around him who are supposed to know the truth. When Jesus said, ah, somebody has power. Somebody has done legal connection. They say, Jesus, how can you say that? How can you say, say that? We are all around you. He said, yes, we are all around me, but you are not tapping. 
You can be in church but not tapping. Prayer can be going on but you are not tapping. Worship can be going on but you are not tapping. I want to take my time and download this thing to you. Because this thing has changed thousands of people all over the world. Somebody say amen. Amen. God is going to use somebody to teach us this lesson. Luke 7, 36. Luke chapter 7, verse 36. Then one of the Pharisees asked him, a Pharisee, asked him to eat with him. <laughs> it's a new day. When a Pharisee asks you to come for dinner or, or lunch. And he went to the Pharisee's house and he sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, a harlot, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him, Weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wipe them with the hair of the head. And she kissed his feet and anointed him with the fragrance of oil. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, will know who and what manner of woman this is who is touching him. For she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said unto him. Hmm. The man spoke to himself. But yeah, Jesus man, heard it. You, you must be careful the things you say. Within you. Especially when you are in the presence of God. He hears it loudly. Jesus answered and said unto him, Simon. See, this Simon is not Peter. The Pharisee also was called Simon. He said, I have something to say to you. And he said, teacher, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Hallelujah. Amen. I will end it here and we'll reconnect to the rest of the story. I called this the sevenfold engagement or sevenfold connections. Sevenfold Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Ooh. A sinner, a woman, who has sinned and sinned and sinned and she was tired of sinning. She sinned, she has money, she has influence, she has everything, but she was tired. Because no human being will ever be satisfied in this world without God. Money doesn't bring satisfaction. Sex doesn't bring satisfaction. Otherwise, that woman would have been the most satisfied person. 
and can have a ton of power, Brabum. Somebody say amen. Amen. This woman just saw that that in this house over here, Jesus has entered there. And I've heard about this Jesus. That wherever he goes, he is doing good. And healing the sick. And raising the dead. That means that wherever Jesus is, the power of God is there. To save. And to deliver. The moment she discovered that power was in the next house. She went to that house. Are you ready for this? Somebody say amen. Amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Let me pause and say something. You know, sometimes new believers and even unbelievers who get to know God get attracted to the power of God more than old Christians. Because it is easy to take the power of God for granted. Oh, he did it yesterday. Children are able to connect to power. Sometimes faster than the elderly people. And ten times so a chain and penny for. I'm just going using this as an analogy. Do you know know that the children, these little little children in this church, when they see me in church, the speed with which they run to me, and hold my dress, and pull my dress, before service and after service. Yesterday when we came to the prayer meeting. Magani's last girl. She just ran to me and held my hand. Because I had prayed with her the previous Saturday. Wherever I sat, she came and sat with me. There are some families in this church that Mr. JB's children. And other children, they will rush. Hold my dress. Want to take a picture? Some of them write me letters. And draw nice pasta dressing on it. I put them in my office. The connection. Even your son Kofi. I can say that he connects to me more. So innocent people and sometimes sinners can make their way to the power of God. I'm not saying after today when we come, no, come and sit on my head. And come and pull my dress. That's not what I'm saying. So. Ilaboho. 
Today, we may extend the time because I want to download this. I don't want to come back again. So, number one, sevenfold engagement, sevenfold connection. Number one, she prepared a gift and brought it to the Lord when she saw the opportunity. When she was coming, she brought a box full of perfume. Costly perfume. Costly. So first thing, she connected with an offering. Anytime you are coming to the presence of God, make preparation. Watch this. The, the woman didn't come to the presence of Jesus before she thought of what she was going to give. She made a preparation in the home. Look for what is the best gift. And look at all of them and said, This one is the most costly. Today, this one I'll give dollars. Today, and some of you, you know how to connect even when the choir is ministering. So she planned. And it obey when she was coming, her offering was with her. It was not Peter who came to lead the offering time to say give. She came with her offering. And this kind of attitude attracts the power. The attitude alone attracts power. Somebody say, I hear you. I hear you. Oh. Even the people of the world, they know how to connect to power. There is no unbeliever who will go to Juju without a gift. Gold. Because they are going for Abisa at some mountain somewhere. And so if they know it, they stole it, they stole it from the church. And so the church people must know it better. Sometimes, you know, pastors, we have to push and push and push until people insult us. I pray that it will come to a point that I will not even talk about an offering. Because by the time you come here, you load yourself with your alabaster boxes and come. That was the first connection. Second connection. She stood at his feet. Everybody was sitting. But she came and stood. The whole period. She, stood. she waited on the Lord. Somebody say attitude. So she connected through respectful attitude. 
When you come to the presence of God, one of the ways to connect to his power is the respectful attitude you give to the presence of God. Look at somebody and say respectful attitude. And you saw them bad one. You don't pick a phone call in church. You respect the presence of God in such a way that when you enter here, nobody, you more or less sound an alarm to the people around you that please don't disturb me. You are so sensitive to the presence of God that you don't have time for any other things. You don't reply a call in church. You don't even reply WhatsApp message in church. Because the king of kings is just with you. So even if you want to use your phone to record or to do this, put it in what? Flight mode. What mode? Flight mode. Flight mode. What the better flight mode? So that it doesn't disturb. So that nobody can come through to you. Why? Because at that point, you have fellowship with God. And you don't want any intruder to come between you and God. If you are there with your fiancé alone or your husband and wife and you are in your room, you lock your room. You make sure there is no interference. Your curtains and everything, no interference. Because at that time, it is between you and your wife. And this kind of atmosphere must be created when we come to the presence of God. Clap, everybody, clap for this. Do it better, do it better. It must be done religiously. I'm not sure if a Muslim is doing Allah Kubari with their head on the floor and somebody come and take their shoe, they will get up. Only a few people will get up and chase them. But the form You see, we must be religious when it comes to some things. There are some things you must be so religious about. That's why sometimes you can come to church, the power of God is moving, shim, 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 but it doesn't touch you because you're not connected. Look at somebody and say, your attitude will connect you. The respect you have for God will connect you. Now I have a phone, now they call outside. sorry, why? In the first place, you shouldn't have received that call. If you do that, this is the last time you did it should be the last time. Because we've taken our liberty and grace of God for granted. Hey! 
In the presence of God, you will go to battle and 3,000 souls, 30,000 souls will die. Thank God for friends, but we fellowship with brothers after we have fellowship with God. After the service. But not when service is going on. Clap. So she was sitting. And to obey so she, was, she was standing. Yeah. Can I say this? Let me, I can wait so. Worship time. A holy time. And if I must even say, worship time is the main service time. No, sorry, Breno. And then some not even the preaching. Me, Kwasis upon. I have evaluated everything, and for me, I put the worship as number one thing in church. Some years of way, and I put even preaching as second. Because everything we do in church is for ourselves. The prayer, the whatever. The only thing which is for God is the worship time. So Unless you are sick, you are weak, you are a lady and some weakness. Apart from that, when we say stand, averagely in charismatic churches and Pentecostal churches, we stand for about 30 minutes in worship. Methodists and other churches they don't do that, but they sit, they rise, they sit, they rise, they sit. When you put them together, it's almost the same thing. And so method is new Roman day. Him bia obe sorry, him bia obe sorry. Same God, different ways of doing it. And so So when we say it's thirty minutes, and when we say lift our hands, and when we say lift your hands, lift it up. Unless your hand has a problem. And even if it has a problem and you are able to stretch it, you will connect to power. And when you are standing, stand as a waiter with all the, the protocols and the respect. Do you see the protocols at, the, at, the, at the, some hotels and at the presidencies, the White House, the Russian Whatever. So, you see uh, how Nail, you nail. Because you know it is not for the pastor. It's for the king of kings. She connected with beautiful attitude. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves. 
If you can't humble before me, you have no problem at all because I'm a human being. But, but, not, not, before God. God. but not before God. But not before God. Do it. Number three. She starts to weep. She came with a, her gift. Stood to wait upon the Lord. Third connection. She started to cry. And weep before God. Oh God. Radi. A sinner like me. I find myself in your presence. She connected emotionally. She connected emotionally. I've heard people talk about emotions in church. As if, as if we don't serve God with emotions. I beg to differ. Listen. Technically. Every human being is a spirit. And has a soul. And live in a body. And the Bible says that, that love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your body. So we also connect with our emotions. Crying to God is not a weakness. When you connect with love, your emotions and know where you are coming from. You are able to connect with the saving power of God. Knowing the Lord, I don't even deserve. And any time you come to the presence of God, you must know where you have come from. And it will Losing your emotions. David did it many times. He sat before the ark and cried unto God, Lord, who am I? David, or any David, or Tinyamia Pamada Kainim. All this while Jesus was moving around, this sinner woman was around, but he was saying, I mean, if I meet this man, I will be delivered. Though. Every man is sleeping with me. Every, what, I, if I meet this man, so when he got the opportunity, she connected with her emotions. Listen. Personally, my best times in the presence of God has been times that I've connected so much that I find myself crying, wet my pillow. Just cry. I love you, Jesus. I love you. Sorry, Bremo. Some of you have never gone this level before. You always think that you have to be so strict and chinos in the presence of God. Chinos is my own way. Chinos. Why Why you Ah. Ah. So even when you are loving God and tears is coming, say, stop, stop. And you lose it. You lose it. 
Let yourself go. Ah, that's why sometimes you see people lying on the floor. Leave them. They know where they are coming from. They should have died, but they didn't die. Ah, they should have had their ob- obituary, but they didn't die. So when they come and they are weeping, hey, we worship the Father with our spirit, with our emotions, and with our body. Cry unto God. Make a noise to God. Let your emotions. Ah, and this is what she was saying. I have just paraphrased it. She was saying, I came to give everything within me. Within me. I came to pour my heart. When you come to the presence of God, pour what is inside you. Sometimes it comes in the form of tears. All that is within me. Don't discourage people. Let them do it. There are some people, anytime they come to the presence of God, they are crying. You are not wrong. You are right. And do it. Do it. Number four. So she connected with her emotions. Number four. She washed Jesus' feet with her tears. Pardon me. Those days there were no bitumen. There were no tarred roads. So if you walk for one mile, you can imagine. And there were no plenty shoes. These slippers, these Asian and Eastern slippers, sandals, so if somebody comes to your house, by the time they come to your house, the first thing you do is to wash their feet for them. I've been there before, so I know what it is. Fortunately, the time I went, I was wearing shoes and was sitting in air-conditioned cars. One of the mountains we went on top, the Mount of Transfiguration, we use buses. From down there to the top with that car, it will take you about two hours. Because you, you will be slowed down. And so, Jesus' feet was dirty. It was the woman who saw it. Nobody saw it. And nobody made any arrangement. So while she was standing and respecting and saw the feet and saw how blessed she is, she said within herself, I don't need to even go and fetch water. I came with my water within me. He turned on her emotions. And how many of you know that it's not easy to cry for, for tears to come out? You have to connect well to a situation 
before you Oh yes. She connected and said, She connected. Tears started pouring. Enough to wash feet. How many cups of tears? And she kept on crying. Deep connection. This is the part of worship. This is the part of worship. Where we miss it. Because we are intellectual enough. That will do the calculation. And all those things. This woman, you have to kneel down before you do this. Kneeling down at the feet of Jesus with the head almost on the on the leg of Jesus and crying on his leg. He did that. He had enough tears to clean the shoes. She turned her emotions into service. She turned her emotions into service. And used it to serve. Wipe. Clean. Wash. Wash. Kept washing. Kept washing. Kept washing. I said, what will let this woman be able to do that? Second Corinthians 5.14 says, Second Corinthians 5.14 says, For the love of Christ compels us. What compelled this woman was the love had for the Savior. Listen. Some of you are, are weeping for your love for God. The service you are offering to God. The cleaning of this house. Every service you provide for this house. Makes the body of Christ clean. Look at how the way everything is Nicely done here. He didn't come just like that. There are human beings who always come here. They are sweeping here. Some come here 5.30 in the morning Some come here Saturday. Because the body of Jesus must be beautiful. It will be a shame for people to see Jesus and his body. Remember the feet of Jesus is part of the body of Jesus. 
The feet of Jesus should not be embarrassing. The feet of Jesus must be clean. Who amongst us will be that weeping woman? Who will wash the feet of Jesus in this part of the body of Christ? Who is going to make Jesus' temple beautiful? Who is going to make sure that nobody embarrasses God in this church? So she connected with hard work. The, the weeping alone was hard work. And, and the, the washing was hard work. You connect with service. You connect with strength. You connect with your life. Listen, until you feel used by the church, you are not connecting. There must be something everybody is doing. That they will feel it. They will feel it. You know you are really connecting. Don't get tired in sweeping. Don't get tired in working for God. Don't get tired in having meetings for, for the church. Don't get tired. It keeps the body beautiful. Somebody say amen. Amen. Don't get tired. Hey, stop it. It's the greatest opportunity. If you're not careful, God will replace you. Do it till you go to heaven. Somebody say amen. Number five. She connected or she wiped his feet with her hair. Ah, as if it was not enough. The tears was on the legs of Jesus. The dirt has been cleansed. But it must be wiped. He said at this time. I'm not going to use my hanky. I will use the most precious glory I have as a woman. The Bible says that the hair of a woman is her glory, her beauty. Don't joke with the hair of a woman. Don't. Is their beauty. That's what makes you beautiful. A little twist. And and you you look gorgeous. gorgeous. Their hair. And the Bible says that it's their beauty. She connected with her beauty. Just shook the hair like this. Remove everything that was covering it. Use the hair. Of man, it's free net to wipe the feet. Or they pay per crystal, and I say, or they pay per crystal, and I say, 
I don't know what is so glorious in your life. I don't know what is so what makes you so beautiful. Whatever makes you so beautiful. Bring it to the feet of Jesus. Ah! Use your beauty to serve. Use your beauty to sing. Your talent makes you beautiful. The playing of the guitar. The playing of the keyboard. That's what makes you beautiful and handsome. That's what makes you. If you take it away, you don't see anything. Bring it to the feet of Jesus. Bring it to the feet of Jesus. When I see you people playing with joy and just playing and with ay 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 ay. That's, that's your hair. That's your hair. Bring it to the feet of Jesus. Some of you, it's your degree. It's your degree that makes School you beautiful. But your degree has made you beautiful. It's your, it's your talent that makes you beautiful. Use your talent for the kingdom Sing for God. Write for God. Media for God. Do something with what you have trained with. Ah, that is so valuable. Use it for God. And some of you come to pastor and say, pastor, I am this, I am that, I'm trained in this. What can this mean to God in the church? I want to serve in this area. First Corinthians 11.15 says, For if a woman has long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given to her for a covering. Mm. Valuable. Mm. Ah. Anything that makes you popular, makes you nice, people are always praising it. Connected to how the house of God. Rich person connected to the feet of Jesus. Connect your riches to church. You must give to church more than anything. The moment you see the need, you are there. Ah, I hear you talking about screens. I hear you talking about this. How much is it going to cost? That's your beauty. And no one wants it. Use it. Fire Juma. Don't let yourself be forced before. No way. Nobody told the woman to do that. And Jesus sat down and he was soaking. And he was soaking. As if it was not enough. Number six. She kissed his feet. Obey Ah! After washing and cleaning, she started to kiss the feet. And it was not like, watch me, it was not like he just went there and went away. And it's in the Bible. Jesus said, 
ever since I came here, this woman has never stopped kissing me. When you read it down there, ever since I came here, how long was Jesus in that house? So if it was one hour, Jesus said, for one hour, she didn't stop kissing. Her mouth. This is the highest point of worship. Where you are lost totally. It is the peak of love. When, when we, we come to worship at home or here, listen, there, there is a peak we must get to. There is a level we must get to. When you don't get there, you don't stop the prayer. And when you get there, you know you are there. And you are with crying the door is closed no telephone call she kissed she kissed I'll read it so that you know that I didn't say but see but this woman since the time I came has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil you did not anoint. But this woman anointed my head. I'll come to that. So she connected with deep love. There was nothing left. She didn't reserve anything. Nothing. And the last one. As if it was not enough. After doing all this. She took the oil. She anointed his feet. With costly ointment. All these small, small ones we buy. How much does it cost? $100. $200. If you even buy something $200, you think you have bought parts, duty free. I mean, all these things, Gucci, Tolavenda, Gucci, all the cheese. $200. I saw one recently, Babylon. It was a gift somebody gave me. But this one, she came with a flask. She came with a flask full of alabaster ointment. The Bible says that what she gave is equivalent to one year's salary. Not one year poor man's salary. So even if you take a base of about 5,000, I won't even take whatever. Maybe 10,000. I won't take. Let's say 5,000. 5, Average. Times 12. I say 60,000. 
she took the 60,000. But if I push it high, to 10,000, which is 100 million, she poured it. She she broke, broke it. And poured everything. She connected with her sacrifice. You know, when you come here and you have the opportunity to sacrifice money, something, I had a guy who just, who just sent me a message that he's giving the church some one plot somewhere. And I said, this guy, he doesn't know what he's doing. I saw him, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm registering it before I even bring it to the church. Sacrifice. They could have sold it and gotten some money. Listen, when you come to the house of God and you see the need to, to sacrifice, sacrifice, go ahead. The need to sacrifice. All these sacrifices you've been making, you have no idea. What you are building for yourself. When I see people worship time, taking offering, coming here, kneeling, I say, ah, they understand it. So don't discourage anybody. You don't understand. What you should have been doing, you are not doing it. Somebody doing it. Let me read something to you. Are you ready for this one? Are you ready for this one? Yes. Then Jesus said unto him, Simon, I have something to say unto you. And say, Master, say it. There was a certain creditor who had two debtors. The one owed 500 pence. Or, yeah, 500 pence. And the other 50. When they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him most? And Simon said, I suppose that he whom he forgave most. Ah, Yabaya. Yes. Yes. And he said unto him, You have rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said unto Simon, she turned to the woman. Yes, but said unto Simon. Simon say, Seest thou this woman? I entered into your house. That's why you know that it's not Simon Peter. He's the Simon the Pharisees. I entered into your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came, has not ceased to kiss my feet. My head with oil thou didst not anoint. But this woman has anointed my feet with ointment. Wherefore I say unto thee, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much. She loved much. Much. This is the point. You see, 
when you know where you are coming from, it will help you to go all out. It's because some of you have forgotten where you are coming from. Some of you, there was no way you could be called a born again Christian. if you remember all the foolish things you have done, all the men, all the women, all the stealing, all the lies, all the fraud, anytime you connect, you want to give you want to give everything you have. She loved much. Some of us have not loved much. And at this season of our lives, I call upon every one of us to love much. Gone. Don't let anybody limit you. Love. Keep loving. Love with all your soul. Go out. When it's worship, everybody must know that this man, he worship more than everybody. This woman, she danced. Don't let, anybody, don't let anybody stop you from dancing here. I'm as a pastor. Don't let anybody stop you from Though you have to dance right. Don't dance reverse. Sometimes people dance reverse and I say, ah, what is your reverse gear? You have accident in the house of God. But dance. Dance with the akasai. Dance. If you knew how Mama Lou used to dance. <laughs> Go back. Go on. Pastor Sari, I know how you dance. Go on. Go on. Don't graduate. I said, Everybody raise your hands. Now you say, Where you raise your hands? So why are important. We don't graduate. In our worship, we go until our mouth hit the feet of the master. Some of you come to church with your flag, with Jesus written on it. During worship time, wave it. He said, I have come to worship you. I have come to give you. Do it. Some of you, when you are coming to church, Put on your dancing shoe. High heels. But Open so life. But listen, give it to him. Give it to him. Everybody, give it to him. Give it to him. Just do something. Give it to him.
Give it to him. Stamp to your feet. Clap your hands. Make a joyful noise. You know, we do this only one minute and we are tired. Listen, 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 listen. Listen, we do this only one minute and we are tired. She said, ever since we came here, she has not ceased. She has not ceased. Do something, somebody. 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 Shout unto God. Clap your hands. Stamp on your feet. Play the instruments. We have come to give him worship. We have come to give him praise. Come on, play something, somebody. Is that all you can shout? Take your handkerchief. Clap your hands. Connect to the anointing. Connect to power. Connect to power. Connect to power. Connect to power. Ibada grasataka. David's wife. David's, David's wife. Paul saw son. How is the king dancing like this and shouting like this and twirling like this? And don't you see all these girls are in church and they are watching you? He said, the God who took me from the backyard. It is unto him. Today I want you to do something crazy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Take your handkerchief. I have come to give you worship. We need to play, sing that song. Be very, very fast. Keep on clapping. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. Don't get tired. If I don't see you doing anything, I'll come right to your seat. I've come to give you worship. I've come to give you thanks. If you stand alone, if you don't do anything, I'll come to your seat. I'm coming. Come on. You sing the song. Take your handkerchief. Only you deserve my worship. Only you deserve my worship. Your one will arise. Your one will Say I'm thanking you for life, oh Lord. Thanking you for grace. Sing the song. Thanking you for mercy. Sing the song. Lord, you've been so good to me. Lord, I thank you for life, Lord. Thanking you for peace. Thanking you for mercy. Lord, you've been so good to me. We will praise your name more forever and ever. Oh, oh, oh. Say, this is so
I'm thanking you for life, Lord. I'm thanking you for peace. I want to see you here. I want to see you here. Lord, you've been so good to me. Yeah, I'm thanking you for life, Lord. For more information on ICGC Jesus Temple, visit our website www.icgcjesustemple.com or connect with us on social media on your favorite social media platform at ICGC Jesus Temple Koforidia. We love you and stay blessed. Mm-hmm.